And we are back for another week of Three Beers In. I'm Rob, across from me, Dom. That's it. You did, you, but you did the directions, which is... It's kind of an established at this point. No, that was... I can't hear myself at all. I'll make it a little louder. Thank you. There's no one else here. That, okay, yes. We're alone. That is correct. But in, in all due respect to Eric... What? I always tell him not to do the um, the directional thing because I just, it's a my thing. I didn't thing. say a left-right situation, though. You said across from me. Well, that could mean a lot of things. I'm, I'm across from you. Yeah. You gave direction. Oh, it's more of a... The thing is, it's like I claim the directional introduction, and I think I should You had so much practice. It. I had no practice at this. I think you should every time someone does a directional, I get a dollar for each direction. You want royalties on the directions yeah, I want now? A, so like if you, you say crazy? my left and my right, that's two bucks. If you say you a, want a, a royalty, I'll, I will give you a cross for fifty cents. You want to hang on? Eric's already got five on the table. So, so like you want he gets royalties pe- not only for referencing directions for every single directional yes. reference. Yes. If you say the that's Lord so is much. above, I fifty want, cents. I want ten bucks. But you just said fifty. But oh. he's the Almighty God, so. You'll give it back? Yeah, you know, pay it forward, all that. Pay for, pray, pray for, pay. Pay, pay to play. Pay, no, 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 pray for pay. Wait. Pay for pray? How is the whole, like, you pay me, you go into heaven? No, that that's not. That yeah, was, that's a thing. Yeah, that's why, that's where the Lutherans uh, No, from. I know that, but, like, it was called, <laughs> like, what was it called? Like, payola? Oh, what was it called? <laughs> now it's going to drive me crazy. Oh, man. That happened to me again today. I was, like... About to Google something on my phone, and my I go to the app, and my mind just completely blanks. But I always like don't want to Google it. That's my biggest thing. Like I want to try to pull it out of my brain. Oh, we're talking about two different things. I'm talking about me losing my mind. It makes me lose my mind. No, I'm talking about me losing. Oh, you just went crazy. No, I'm talking about me losing the thought. Like I'm like, oh, let me Google. Let me say I'm gonna Google. Oh, you forget what you're gonna Google, right? I'm gonna say I'm gonna Google this goat right now. I'll hit Safari. I will go to the search bar, and my mind is blank. (laughs) That's pretty bad. And I'm like, like I just get so. I can imagine that could be worse because now I don't. Now now I know I don't know something, and I (laughs) forgot what I even wanted to know. Because like I wanted to look up the (laughs) the the stock quote, but that's not called indulgence. Don't don't, don't say anything because I don't want any insider trade. Don't tell anybody. No insider. They were called indulgences, by the way. That sounds like you just ate a lot of chocolate one night. I've indulged. (laughs) You think that was in like the ninety-two wrongs of the church? Yeah, too much chocolate. Too much chocolate during the night. (laughs) During the night hour. Father, (laughs) the McCormick. (laughs) It was in Ireland. No, Father Schweinstein. Yeah, there you go. That's much better. (laughs) Sorry about that. But so, how you been doing this week? I'm I'm pretty good. This has been the longest short week I've had forever. Yeah, I got to get I, back into the routine. I just started working in the office not too long ago, right? It's actually going to be a year in August, which is pretty fucking crazy when you think about it. Really? Yeah. Since wow, August twenty second, I think I started or twentieth. Huh? That's when I started in the office. I for some reason I thought you started in like December. For some reason I felt like I started three weeks. Three ago. weeks ago. <laughs> okay, but I'll tell you this: um, like right after like that whole adjusting phase, you know, you hit like. Um, Let's see the months of August, September, and you know there's a day, there's a three day weekend in September, I think. October, I think. Oh, you, you get, came at a bad time. You get you yeah, miss, had you so missed, much. You missed time all the off. days. No, I did get the times off because it's like you well, go, I went in in August. Then there was September. There's a day in September. I think Labor Day, right? Yeah. So that was an indulgence, oh, if you will. Oh my God. October is there anything? No, right? Nah, nah. But then November comes. And you get the Thanksgiving. Like, you leave early and Which you get the day automatic. off. automatic. Yeah, you, you leave early, you get a day well, off. I just don't go into work. Or you don't go into work. I take the four days. Yeah, every you time. do the, the four days. And then after the Thanksgiving, you have what? Christmas. Christmas. You do the same thing. New Year's. Then you have New Year's. They're all on top of each other. Martin Luther, no. That's a little, that's a little bit, uh, I get Martin Luther. I think I do, as, I don't know. My union went to bat for that, but I don't. Really? It, yeah. But I get Martin Luther. And, um... Not that Martin Luther. The King. The King Junior. Junior. Okay, he was the second one of those. But, um, you know, you get a little spoiled with that, the kind of three-day weekend situation or four days off type situation. And, like, then you have a stretch where there's nothing. And now we just have yeah. the Memorial Day thing, and, like, I'm totally not adjusted. And there's nothing in June. No. At all. Nothing in June. But then you get July. 
fourth and full fourth of July. Which, by the way, for the second annual, <laughs> well, we're gonna have some. Uh, Jesus Christ, do you, you feel okay it? there? I'm having some trouble. It's left from Junior. Oh God. We're gonna have um some. We're gonna do some really big things to that cannon. You read what I told you I wanted to do? Yeah. Drill a hole in the top. Put a plunger. I don't really agree with that. Why? It won't get wet. Because we have a better situation right now. Yeah, but this, you smash it and it blows up. I don't want to put my hand near that thing. I do. You're crazy. I'm fucking crazy. It's going to... You see what it did to the tinfoil? <laughs> you want to put your hand on that? You, you no, nuts? No, no, no. It's, it's the top. You're going to break it. No, wow. It's going to break no, it. No, it's not. But... Well, you have to figure out July a July 4th to... is also a Tuesday. So... You... Do you work Monday? I'm not. I'm definitely not. Without without question, I'm not yeah. gonna work Monday. <laughs> I can guarantee that right now. I don't want to work Monday. But um, yeah. nah. Do you think I could land a plane? Yes. We talked about this last week. I could totally land a plane. I could fly a plane. I could take off a plane. And I don't think I'm... landing would be the hardest part. I could definitely take off and keep it level and do some. I don't know if you could take off. I think you'd stall. I think you would stall. No. I think you would actually stall Just out. Put some flaps, full throttle. I'm good. Why would you want flaps? You put flaps on the takeoff. Why would you? Why would you slow down on a takeoff? No, f- flaps aren't for t- slowing down. What are they They're for? Lift. They, but what? spoilers are for slowing down. Your flaps are going to slow down the plane. No, flaps. What flaps do is they increase the lift on the wings. So at a slower speed, you have better lift. You're going to go flaps three or flaps two? I'm going to go full flaps on the ta- full on flap. the takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> and then you bring it back. You bring it. I could do it. I did a lot of flight simulator. I could totally do it. I don't think you could. I can't I land. I actually started. I actually started. Oh, I could probably land. I tried Googling um, flight, like real life flight simulator places. I'm going to find one. Like a real? Like a real. One that you sit in? Yeah. I would imagine it's very, very expensive. I would imagine it's. Like to go to if one? We could, if we could like maybe hide behind the moniker of an actual show. You know, hey, we're three beers in. We managed to get into a parade. Yeah, I still don't know how we did that. <laughs> we managed to shim sham our way into a parade. We're not getting to the next one, I'll tell you that. No, yeah, we are. Why not? That guy. That one fucking guy. We got a look from that man that uh He Oh that guy. You know who I'm talking about. Oh that guy wanted us to die. I, I... He looked us up, I guarantee. But we do have a couple people on the you know, on the end now. We do? Oh yeah. We met them. In the bar. Oh yeah. He called my grandmother a bitch. A fucking bitch. Sounds like she was. But she wasn't my grandmother, actually. Wow. She wasn't even, like, directly related. You know no. that? But uh, but still. The guy That's was... pretty bad. You, you you turned to me and you said, Dom, he's calling your grandma a fucking bitch. <laughs> he loved it, too. <laughs> That's the best part. He, he died when, you, when I what said did you, What did you... He said... Uh, what did, he was wearing the Grand Marshal thing, and you were like... I thought you were maybe a marshal or something. Because he he's you, only the aide to the marshal. Yeah. <laughs> but what did he say? I went, oh, excuse me. He goes, he goes that's goes, fucking yeah. right. <laughs> 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 that guy was great. He said it so aggressively. You know, I had soju the other day. Did you? We still have to get that We have to get dude. it. We were promised soju. A lot of it. He promised he, us like five bottles he goes, of it. I go to Korea every weekend. <laughs> Promised us with my girlfriend, his Korean girlfriend, yeah. And he's like, I could get you so much soju. For those who don't know, soju is like the sake of South Korea because I, I don't so. think there's alcohol in North Korea, is there? It's probably like like toilet wine, yeah. You know, bathtub gin, bathtub gin, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Now, I don't think they have the grains to make any alcohol. Right? <laughs> yeah, they don't have, yeah, they don't have enough grain to spare. They don't have water. <laughs> it's bad. They don't have the main ingredients. It's a bad situation there. Bad situation there. But um, you know what I saw the other day? What? I was walking to work. I actually have a picture of it. I might put it up on the Twitter uh, tomorrow so people have a reference, but I'm going to show you the picture right now. This guy, I'm walking, and it was about, I don't know, it was like 7 o'clock in the morning, and this, this Asian guy is walking in front of me, and he just has... What I would say is maybe about 15 pounds of bean sprouts on his back. What? Yeah. God. Yeah, dude. Ugh. Fucking bean sprouts. So I was going to say... He's to... got a full <laughs> sack. It's a giant, like, vegetable bag. But, yeah. like, that's the one, like, if you buy, like, 15 eggplant and you put them all in the one bag. I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't know you could you could actually get a big bag Do you to never buy 15 eggplant. They, they have these. I never bought that much vegetable. There's so many, so much bean sprout yeah, but you know what's crazy is that that's going into someone's lunch special. That's for stir fry right there. That's but he's carrying it on his head and back, and you could clearly see his stuff in his hair. 
Oh, that reminded me of what I want to talk about. I went to go get Chinese food the other day. Yeah. And there was this homeless man sleeping at the table the whole time. I was wait- I went to go pick it up, so I was waiting there for my order. And the guy's just passed out on the table. Was there any, like, I don't know, like, get that to here? No. Oh. Oh. And then uh, all was of a he, sudden, was I, he Asian? Yeah, was... he was. Well, I thought he was maybe a a, a, a Mexican man. But what? <laughs> he was a he was a dark skinned person. Oh. Not like you know he wasn't a black, but he was <laughs> a black. He wasn't a black. But... Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> he wasn't black, but he was definitely not a Caucasian person. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing any better or worse <laughs> with with how you're explaining. All I'm this. saying is he wasn't a black. All I'm saying is I heard then suddenly from the back, like, oh, yeah, and he jumps up, and they hand him the food, and he just goes. Oh, they fed him. No, he was the delivery guy. Oh, so he wasn't homeless. Uh, he wasn't homeless, but he looked like it. Oh, wait a minute. How vagabondish he, he did he was look? He was so tattered. Everything oh, so... he owned was tattered. <laughs> really? The hat. The he had like a like a like a, a jog like a jogging a tracksuit jacket oh, top. Man, but it was like fifteen to twenty years old. Oh, never washed. It was. Oh. it was bad. So maybe he was like the Charlie Day of just Asia. He looked like he had a long night, and he was just at work. <laughs> he had a long night that didn't end for 20 years. <laughs> it's been going on for a while. You know, I, I spot, I, I don't see a lot of homeless people anymore because I'm working in, the, of course, the financial district where all the suits yeah, are. Yeah, they push them all midtown. Go, yeah. to, go walk in Times Square. They're everywhere. Well, you know what? When there's money being made, you can't just have homeless around. But when there are a couple of, like, flare-ups of homeless it's so they're so homeless, man. They're just you could like they stick out like a sore thumb amongst all the Michael Kors and the uh, and <laughs> the, the Hugo uh, Boss and the Hugo Boss like attire, <laughs> and of course my like fucking casual male XL shit. Your eyes you know, on shirt. My eyes on shirt. <laughs> Excuse me, are you going to eat the rest of, of that uh, uh, croissant? Croissant. But, like, um, there's this one guy, he's so f- homeless, and he's wearing these brightest green Nike shoes I've ever seen, and the guy smells like a dumpster. You know how, like, there's, like, that regular homeless smell? Like, that's just there the urine. There are multiple flavors of homeless man. <laughs> oh, that sounds nasty, you've the way you the put it. You've got the sour smell. The sour. The dirty one. You know, you've got the... You've got, like, the um, the pungent urine. My My least favorite one is the sick smell. Ooh. Of like rotten foot. Yeah, yeah. When I they hate have, that one. When they have like, I feel like a a terrible person. I used to, but not anymore. About I get like I get very this. mad when I see homeless people now. That's so wrong. You know that. The, and then there's the regular like body odor. Like I probably go home to something homeless. Like those guys. Like not tr- truly homeless. Yeah, but more like I squat. I'm nearly homeless. I, I I'm a squatter. I have a cell phone. <laughs> you know. I've seen some like well-to-do homeless. There's like, a guy that gets on my train when I leave my job every day that I can't figure out if he's homeless or not. Really? Yeah, because he's got. A, I watched the guy. The guy's fascinating to watch. Really? He's got a whole system in place. Like, so, <laughs> does that is that does that maybe lean you one way towards homeless? I don't know. He, he let me explain it. So he looks. He's well. Groomed? I mean, he's an odd-looking man. I'll give you that, but he's still well kept. Like he's not scraggly. He's got access to a razor. Okay, is what I'm okay. trying to say. Okay. It's not. He doesn't have like beard and shit. He has a mustache, but it's very well trimmed, yeah, trimmed and stuff. Fu Manchu. No, like more like the what's the one that goes down? Not a goatee, like goatee handlebar. With, goatee without the chin. The swashbuckler. Yeah, one of those. Whatever. But um, he's got that. He goes on the bus and he he carries a bag, which. Oh, yeah. right, it, Already the bad person for carrying a bag. Yeah, everywhere. I don't carry bags anymore. Um, but wait a minute, is the bag like, is it like tattered? Is it no? In it's bad it's shape? in good condition. What kind it, of is it? A brand? It's bag? a backpack. It's a giant backpack, though. So he's got to carry all. It's a massive backpack, and it's it's got all these compartments in it, and there's subdivisions made with plastic. What? And plastic bags and stuff. Is there any duct tape on the bag? There's duct tape on the contents in the bag. Now that fascinates now, me. It gets worse. So every day, I see him every single day because he gets on the bu- on the train exactly the same time I do every single day. He's regimented, and I watch him because he's bizarre. So he sits down. He pulls out a Wall Street Journal. Okay. Okay. Man's wearing pretty much the same outfit every day, which makes me think he's homeless. And he has usually it's a button down like lumberjack shirt and jeans tucked in. The shirt's chucked tucked in. 
and he's got it unbuttoned maybe down to his belly button. Too many buttons unbuttoned. Way too many buttons. You could maybe, Shirt underneath? You could make, no. So why would he be So he's got exposed? like all, and there's sometimes a nipple pops out a little bit. Oh. Sometimes not. He pulls out the Wall Street Journal, which confuses me already. Yeah, and he reads it not between Hunter's Point Avenue and Vernon Jackson, which is a very short trip. He only reads it between Vernon Jackson and Grand Central Station. Which is which a it's longer, longer trip. one. You gotta go from Queens to Manhattan. So you got like a like a five minute ride. So he waits to read it. He yeah, he doesn't read it. And then he pulls out a brownie. A little a little Debbie brownie. You know the Every time it's every a brownie. Single time. And he starts eating it. And then he pulls out this container of milk, or it's a white liquid. I don't know if it's milk. That's in this. It's in an old Poland spring bottle, that's from 1997. Like it's it's, it's crinkled and there's no paper on it anymore, and it's clearly been refilled every day. For you got to follow this guy. I do. What, what I don't is, get off the train and follow. No, him. you have to. One day I might just. No, no, no. You really see what do. he's up to. We got to see where this leads to. It's weird. And he eats it. He he has napkins. Everything's very napkin. Everything's very well placed in the bag. Pulls out the napkin. Pulls out the the disgusting bottle of milk. The thing is, it's nauseating. Probably clumpy and it's, sour. He's never cleaned it, so there's cheese in the bottom of it. I'm sure. You know what? It, you know what this is. But he carries milk around all day. There's no way it stays warm all day long. No, it's it does. Impossible. St- I mean, stay cold. I mean, stay all cold all day long. You know what? He this is he's a, he was a theoretical physicist. Uh, he went mad. I was thinking that he's an eccentric millionaire. Maybe. It's either he is a filthy... Ri- it's it's one of three things. He's a filthy rich millionaire and has so much money he just does stupid shit. <laughs> okay? Either that or he was a brilliant man that went homeless. Because that does happen to some folks. They some people snap. They go out of their minds and yeah. they can't get out. I remember one time I used to... Um, I used to go for math tutoring because I was very bad at math. And uh, it was a private tutor. And I would go into this house. It was like an actual house in the middle, like somewhere off a of little Clove Road. You know where the Clove Lakes uh, bookstore used to be? Yes. On uh, on Victory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the corner there? So there was a house, like, tucked away in those hills there. And to get in, like, it, it was weird. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. You go up the stairs and you would come to it was almost like a fucking TV set, like the the, the way it was laid out. <laughs> it was one giant living room type room, multiple like chairs and stuff like that, but it looked like a big living room, right? And there would be like six or seven people in this room, and on one wall, like on the entire wall, was a dry erase board, and they were doing like serious fucking math that took up the whole wall. Crazy math. Crazy math, and there was this one guy. He had he had the glasses, and he wore like you know those tight jeans, like the dad jeans. The belt was tight. The shirt was it was a sweater. It was tucked in, <laughs> right. And his hair was a fucking mess. He had like a skull on his desk with Einstein on his desk, like weird shit. And like these fucking guys, they weren't getting tutored. These dudes, they're like it. It was like their life was doing math. Was like, yeah. On this board, and they would, he would stand there and he would scratch his head and he'd be like, "No, it's all wrong. It's not right." <laughs> and they'd be like, "John, goddammit, I know what I'm doing." Like they would just yell at this wall. And you're trying to do long division. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to do like solve for x, find y, and don't forget to you know do your exponents. So like, but they're just, I mean, and like I would go there from like seven to nine, I think. About seven to nine, and sometimes, like, if I couldn't like re up, I couldn't go the other time. He would st- we would stay till like ten, ten thirty, and they would. St- I would come out and they're still there, still doing, doing it, still going crazy over this fucking wall. Now, the reason I bring this up is because the guy, his name is like Steve, okay, the head fucking math dude, he went nuts and went homeless. I saw him. He after to- he tutored you? No, no, no. The guy who tutored me was just a regular dude. Oh, you know, he he did math on the side. He was like a programmer or something. Right, he just he just used the the uh, back room. We weren't oh, we were like in oh, another room in oh, this okay. house, but it was a house. So these all these it was like a fucking movie set, and like this guy would, they would be doing these crazy math. I mean, the whole wall would be all these lines and characters, and you know, and like Foreign all these symbols. Di- yeah, all these different colors too, because you know, red, blue, green, all this stuff. And like finally, I seen this guy about six years later. 
you know, wearing like a, a blue bubble jacket that was faded, and all the feathers were coming out. <laughs> the shoes like were talking. And he was just like, and he was lo- and he was like in the supermarket. And he was like talking to himself. He's like, uh, I, I think the math just made him go crazy. <laughs> but here was this guy who was just I he mean, snapped. If, if you're doing this type of mathematics and you know, these equations and stuff like that. You know, at some, I guess at some point you lose, some brilliant people lose their mind. It takes a broken mind. mind to figure that stuff out. A beautiful mind. A beautiful mind. Russell Crowe. Oh, my Lord. So I think maybe we should uh, get to... You want to review the beer on the note of that? And once again, for the second week in a row, Ooh. we will open up none other than oh. the Greg Wilton Jr. Cosmic Container of Cool Craft Creations. No. Do you know what's inside, Don? I don't know. You have to reveal it know. to me. I don't know. Let me reveal. What beer are we drinking this week? You're supposed to cue up the drum roll. I don't have it. Oh! Voodoo Ranger 8 Hop Pale Ale by New Belgium. By New Belgium. Belgium. That works so well. Uh, you, uh, you didn't have the music ready at all. It's bad. We're going to figure that out. But what do we got? Oh, my time? Lord. Take your phone back. Oh, thanks. Uh, Careful. Okay, this week... As you heard, jeez, way to bring it back down. <laughs> let's 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 bring it back. We are drinking none other, none other than Voodoo Ranger Eight Hop Pale Ale Eight. by New Belgium. We uh, they're a personal favorite of ours. We've drank, we've is it drank or drunken? I think it's drank. I don't it's even drank. Ha- I've right? never heard drunken before. I really. feel like it should be drunken. But we're, um, we've we've drank most of their beer. Yeah, we have. Or a lot of their beer. We like. Well, there's a lot of beer that they have that's all like the Citadel. I think it is. And it's made with like grapefruit. Well, we, we won't try that. But we really like this uh, this whole brewery. So we and have, they won't sell to InBev. They won't. They won't. They won't sell. We have high expectations. But this eight hop pale ale. The eight hops. Named Voodoo Ranger. Uh, they have a very short description of it, which is pretty much it's just brilliantly balanced for easy drinking. This pale ale is packed with citrus and tropical fruit flavors from eight different hop varieties. Do they name it anywhere? It's just called Voodoo Ranger. No, like the hops. Do they? Name oh, I got it? the hops on the screen. I don't. I don't think it's on the uh, the bottle. On the bottle. But uh, visual, bottle. visually, we have a bright golden color, white foam with moderate lacing. That is true. It does lace very well. The aroma is mostly pine. There's some citrus and tropical fruits, that primarily oranges, lemon, and guava. Are you picking up the guava? So much guava. So there's some stone fruit of plum and apricot. Little, there's a bit of herbal hop notages. <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. Notager. And a slight caramel backbone. Okay. But what about the hops? What hops were they? Uh, let me get to the hops. Hold back on the hops. We've got a very balanced flavor, which is, oh, starts sweet and it moves to a very mild bitterness. With very subtle sourness. And we've got a very clean mouthfeel, slightly bitter linger on the end there. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Very light, medium light body, nothing too heavy on there. Yeah. 5.5% ABV, 35 IBUs. Mm. Um, hops, you ready? Yeah. First we'll do the malts. We've got pale malts. Pale, pale malts, yeah. It's called malts and caramel 80. Huh. I don't know what that is, but we also got the Nugget Hops, Centennial, Cascade, Nelson Salvin, Amarillo, mm. Mosaic, Simcoe, and Citra. Four, five, six. And there are eight hops. I, I recognize a lot of those hops, but I don't. I don't recognize the Citra. Citra hops. Citra, yeah. I've you never even heard of Nelson Salvin. Before. I never heard that either. I know there's a lot of different hop varieties, and I would like to try to maybe review them one day. Like I don't know how to... you would even do that. How do you order some N- Nelson Citrus? You want to just eat hops one day for uh, a whole show? Yeah, why not? I didn't even get to smell it yet. I mean, I'll tell you what. The description they give on the website is 100% what you smell when when they tell you about the... It smells pretty mild, I have to say. No, but you do get the pininess and the sweetness in the, in, in the, in the aromas, you know? There is a Oh, laze. this one's not cold. Could you put it in the cooler? I, I thought there was ice in it. The Greg Wilton cooler. Damn it, Greg. It's the Greg Wilton he cosmic. Ruined. No, he didn't. We're just kidding, Greg. We, we, we really appreciate you listening to the show. Yeah. And you're a part of it now with this cooler. I felt like I was delivering a heart transplant. <laughs> so, Rob. What? I drink this beer and it's, um, 
It's um, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. New Belgium for me has always has been a really cool brewery. All right, they've been coming out with some really awesome stuff. With okay. this, there's just not enough in the beginning of this beer to like make me um, any t- make me feel any type of way. It seems so flat. Like there's really no bursts of flavor here, and then it's just bit like. Very lingery bitterness on the back. It's just, it's very, uh, it, it just, it just doesn't land well for me. Tape, taking sips here, it's pretty um, average. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's very, it's very fresh in the beginning. But there's no punch in the. There's, there's no outstanding element or quality for this beer. I, I feel. It's just, it's really very, um, very mediocre in my opinion. It's not a bad. Beer. No, I wouldn't say mediocre. That's a little harsh. Well, I mean, not like Bud Light mediocre. I mean, like a craft beer mediocrity, maybe. Like it's just. Oh god. These you, coasters are really not good. You insist on the coasters, and this. I don't is ruin I, our table. I've already ruined this end, man. But the gavel that I've been using. Yeah, you really are. Don't, 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 don't. don't, don't. I don't know. It's just it, it really doesn't give me any like. I don't know. There's nothing that stands out. There's nothing that's bad, but it's just it's extremely average to me. See, I'm, I'm in a really big malt thing right now. Yeah. So I don't like anything hoppy. Well, and this isn't hoppy at all. It's really. not. Which is, which kind of disappoints me because you have eight hops in there. And I, I mean, I don't know. It's just on its face. When you see eight hops, you're gonna. I'm gonna think to myself, "Oh, this is gonna be really hoppy." It's like it seems like a hop fanatic would really like this, and a hop fanatic would be well, extremely disappointed. At the same point, they do say it's very balanced. They say brilliantly balanced. But right I'm just saying, box. if you're looking at a bottle, if you're looking at the the box there, eight hop pale ale, you know, you see the word hop, you see eight of them, you think, oh my god, it's gonna be hoppy. Yeah, but it just and the skeleton doesn't really make much sense to me. And what's interesting is uh, the bitterness it's... fades pretty quickly on the back, like after. Um, it does come in late, like it says it does, but um, it's gone fairly quickly. I wouldn't be opposed to drinking a lot of them, though. No, I could definitely drink a lot of them, but I mean, I would be just, I, I would reach for something else. It wouldn't be exceptional, and if there were other options, I would definitely exercise them. I would reach for the beer we had last week, the uh, Brew Free. That was better. I would definitely have that. That was a better beer. And that was an IPA, and you don't even like IPAs. Yes, but they seem to have done it. This is just, this fell a little bit flat, and uh... No disrespecting to New Belgium because they are one of my no, it's favorite not bad. It's places. Just, it's not a bad job. It's just meh. I just think that if you're going to... I don't think you can hit them out of the park every single time. And I think that's what happened here. I think they were going for something. This uh, is like a double. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it's yeah like, this is like a... I would not... Nah, maybe, maybe like a... Single. Maybe you, you, you got to walk. <laughs> it's a walk. Yeah. You gotta, you're on base. <laughs> He's a, yeah, but... You're on base, but, you know... You didn't, you didn't really earn it. You didn't get to smell the baseball yeah. bat, you know? But um, for me, I'm going to give this a 5 out of 10. I'll give it a 5, too. 5 out of 10. It's, it's just middle of the road. It's extreme. It's, it's might, this might be the most average beer yeah. you've really, ever it's had really just, I It's mean, not it's, bad. Not I hate, none I don't love. It's not worth going out of your way to buy it, but if you see it, you, you, you can't go wrong with it. Yeah, like if it's like, if you're looking, if you get to the supermarket. Yeah. And there's Bud Ice, Milwaukee Best Light. Labatt Blue. Labatt Blue and this. <laughs> go with this. And there's Molson Ice there, too. You go with this. I would say even if there was Sam Adams Boston Lager, you could mm. go with this. Well, Sam Adams you Boston know what, Lager. You know what Boston Lager tastes like. Eh, you'll try something different. Give it a shot. You couldn't, you know, it's not going to hurt you to try this. That's true. You know where you stand with Boston Lager. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that don't like I, it. I hate it. I don't mind it. It's got an it. odd taste to it. There's something about it. I think it's like a nostalgia factor for me. You know? Yeah. But um, 5 out of 10... For uh, Voodoo Ranger 8 Hot Pale Ale by New Belgium. You know, not one of their best, but hey, like I said, you can't hit a home run. Keep up the good work, whatever. Keep going what you're doing and don't sell. Sell like maybe three years from now. (laughs) Because I'm sure it's a passion. You know, we were talking about the the people who do sell are doing it for the the purposes of like getting the, the, the brand out there. Now, where are these guys located? I think New York. No, they're in North Carolina. I was way off. Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> so I guess you, you will see it in New York. I guess it's not hard to to, um, to get it up here. But a place like Lagunitas, you know, it's hard for them to, to get it. What? To get the beer out of here. 
You said you wanted to say something before. You were like, oh, I got something I oh, wanted to say. Got it. Damn it. We were just talking about that. Brain power. I mean, oh, Dre. the weird guy. Oh, you got to follow that guy. No, there's another oh, one. Oh, 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 you, you were another? talking about a weird guy. Oh, that guy was so weird. Yeah, he definitely snapped out. Okay, tattered clothes. And then I was going to say, I like weird people. Uh, what? My grandfather. Okay. What? Do you ever know this? Did I ever tell you about this? My grandfather used to collect weird people. Hang on a second. Is this going to go down like a Texas chainsaw? No, 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 no okay. not like that. He didn't collect their skin <laughs> <laughs> and make lamps out of them. I scalped them. He didn't scalp it. He used to like to collect odd fellas and and people, you know, just people who are just weird. And he would bring them to my my grandma's house. My poor grandma. Oh, so my he poor would, grandma. He would befriend weird yeah, folks, strange people, and bring them to the to home. like dinner. And he would like bring them into the the house. And did stuff. he like? Did he keep like a journal, like a ledger? It wasn't a journal. He just thought they were hilarious. That's so mean. It's well, he wasn't mean to him though. <laughs> it was, it's kind of mean to to well for your entertainment. At the to, same time, though, you know, if you're not being mean to the person, is it really mean? I mean, did he feed them? Yeah. And gave them booze? And he gave... Yeah, he gave them booze. He gave did them... Did them favors? He was friends with them. They were befriended. He just liked them. He thought they were funny. Oh, can you give me an example of maybe one or well, two Well, there was a guy people? named Pigeon Bob. Hey, whoa. <laughs> I always heard this story. I never met the guy. Pigeon Bob. But he was Pigeon Bob. He was this giant... Uh, he was described as me because he was from old time Staten Island, all right? Okay. My family's been on Staten Island for a long time. Yeah. Pre-Verizano Bridge, Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. There were farms and goats running around. Oh, I know. My family. Dirt roads. My family, too. And there was this guy named Pigeon Bob. <laughs> who was kind of like, I don't know, 500 pounds and wore overalls <laughs> with no shirt underneath them. Good for him. And he he had pigeons. He collected the pigeons. 500-pound Pigeon Bob. He was a big pigeon guy. That's it? <laughs> no, there's more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my my grandfather was big friends with him. He used to cat. He used to bring him around and stuff. And um, one day, my grandfather thought he was an Italian man. Thought Pigeon Bob was an Italian. No, no. My grandfather thought he was an. He really? himself was an. He was half Italian. Oh, but he went full blown. Yeah, he would. He he would. He wouldn't acknowledge the Irish half. Okay. And uh, he <laughs> he had like these old like. Like friends that like from the actual country of Italy and like from they, the old country. Yeah, they used to like to like eat pigeons and shit. He's what like, I, he's like, I got a good friend of mine. I'll take you. To, I'll take you to him. All right. Uh, <laughs> and we'll get you. But but you can't tell him you're gonna eat the pigeon. So when he schemed, he to schemed to get a, pigeons. a fat. He went to go find the fattest pigeon he could from Pigeon Bob uh, to to feast on to eat him. And he said he took his friend there. I heard this story from my uncle, who was also there, because <laughs> he used to take him everywhere. Jesus Christ! And he went. To, he they went to Pigeon Bob, and Pigeon Bob was his, he had a very high pitched voice. He's this big fat guy. He just he just like loved the pigeons, all right. And he took his friend. Let's call him like I don't know Giovanni or whatever the hell his name was. Okay, that's a good Italian that's name, good right? Ita- Luciano. Yeah, whatever. And uh, he. <laughs> like, my uncle says the guy started licking his lips when he saw this one. <laughs> Big fucking gem of a pigeon. Prize fat pigeon. And he goes, oh, that's a jelly apple right there. <laughs> <laughs> and Pigeon Bob caught on to him. And he said, you get that guy. He's going to eat my birds. He's going to eat my pigeons. Oh, that's a jelly apple. A right jelly there. apple. <laughs> Why would he go... Man, he blew the cover. He blew it. He could have had that pigeon. How would you go about getting that fat pigeon from Pigeon Bob, though? How do you swoop it? How do I you know. swindle it from well, underneath? Well, you definitely it? don't say, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> you don't say it's a I jelly I would love apple. to show that You say, listen, pigeon. you know, I, I've been collecting pigeons for 25, 50 years right now. <laughs> it's got to be 75 years for that's, me. That's top, that's top quality And pigeon. I've never seen a bird like that before. Pigeon Bob. Please, I, I gotta have this bird. Complete my life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's it. How do you prepare pigeon? Do you fry it? I don't know. You my my grandfather, he also used to raise pigeons. Did I ever tell you that That's, story? That's odd. No. That's you... another story. My family's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell me about it, man. You re- so, my after my grandfather died. No. This is before he died. Yeah. 
it was in the 90s. I, I was like six years old. I don't really remember him that much, but I heard all these stories. One day, one night, my grand, my uncle got extremely drunk. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And he was mad at my grandfather for whatever reason. I don't know what. Yeah. So he found a stray cat and he threw him in the pigeon coop. Oh my God. And they said the next day, <laughs> they go in the coop and the cat runs out. And it's just a feathers are flying out of the. <laughs> oh my god! Walls covered in blood. And there's like it, it, it was like a massacre. They said, and then <laughs> he said whatever pigeons the cat didn't kill, just were completely traumatized by the whole ordeal. <laughs> they were, he said they were walking in circles and they were just looking at the like the, staring at the wall. So post traumatic. They, they had they had, they were completely shell shocked. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> the great. Coop accident. It was horrible. Of 1994. Say, say that. <laughs> oh my god, that's misery. <laughs> that's a that's absurd. And my fat. Oh, it's great. I love it. Do you have any other stories like that? I'm trying to fish them out because they're all secondhand stuff. Well, one of my favorite stories was how you told me how your um, how your family split. Oh yeah. yeah. That's the other side of the family. That's my my dad's side. Oh, that's the uh, oh, that's the other side. That's the Obermeyer half, not my mom's side. Oh, God. the Napolitano. The Napolitano family. Oh, God. Well, why don't you tell our viewers? Do you want to hear how they, how they split? Well, I mean, I, I hear conflicting reports on it, but apparently, oh, so conflicting reports. the gist of it was my great grandfather and his brother. Yeah, uh, they were painting my house one day. Yeah, and they couldn't decide on the method of painting it. Yeah, and they got into a big fight. And so, this is where it gets a little shady. Because I don't know which, which side did which. Okay. But one one side said, you know what, fuck you, I'm changing my name, I'm never talking to you again. And they I, changed their name by one letter. Really? So there's an Obermeyer family. Do you ever speak to any of them? Yeah, I know Chris Obermeyer. He's pretty cool. He's your family? Yeah, he's my cousin. He's an old, big, big... Big guy. Do you think that your great grandfather would look down upon you with shame? I, I, there's definitely scorn. Like you, fuck. You fuck. He never apologized for the paint. <laughs> I think every family has a story like that. Oh, there's feuds. That there's go a. On. There's a story now. What's What's interesting is that there's not a lot of people left to tell these tales. But my grandfather, when he uh, escaped from Portugal, there's conflicting reports of how he came it's to America. It's all anecdotal. I wish it was like a hard. You know, f- truth to it, but it's not. You can't yeah, find there's it. There's no. Well, what happened was there was first there was the the mystery around him was they didn't know why he left Portugal. Okay, there was two. There was two like there was two like stories. One of them was he owed the money m- money to the mob, Portuguese, and, and they mob? were going to kill him, so he left. And then another one was he owed money to some bookies or something for card game, and in order for payment, he was being forced to marry a fat woman. And he, that and, could be worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that could be worse. Could be, but what happened her. was, like, they he he they said that like it was him. I think like his cousin or something, and like two other dudes from the village in Portugal. They had to walk like across Portugal, and the two other guys died, <laughs> and they left them. And just kept going. Did they, they bury were, them? I, I'm pretty sure they did. Like did a some, shallow grave, like some probably, rocks, maybe? Because, like, you you can't go back. You got to keep going. You don't want to marry the fat girl. Don't want to marry the fat girl. So then, like, now this is confirmed. The route is confirmed. He he left Portugal, landed in Cuba. From Cuba, Yikes. he went to Florida. It's from bad to worse right yeah, there. Yeah, from Florida... <laughs> From Florida, he went up to New Bedford, Massachusetts. That's a trip and a half. And from New Bedford, Massachusetts, he landed in Jersey City, New Jersey. Hmm. Because in New Bedford, there's a large Port- uh, Portuguese uh, oh. population. And then, in, of course, in Jersey City, it's huge, too. Yeah, we witnessed so, that. Yeah, we did. So he bounced around. But one of the things was they were saying that he, he at one point he had to flee from somebody and swam. And then my father was like, that's lie, because he couldn't swim. <laughs> I know this for a fact. But the funny thing was, when he settled in Jersey City, you know, he couldn't speak English. He had a very tough time, had to learn the language, and, you know, married my, my grandmother. But The of, bitch. No, 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 that's the other <laughs> side of the family. But he was on, he was uh, an illegal, right? 
And when like it was came time to do like you know paperwork and stuff, he said his name was uh, Dominic Ferreira. Right? He changed his name. His name was Dominic Ferreira Bello, but you know he just said his name was Dominic Ferreira. And then, I thought like, he had like fifteen names. He did, but that's Portuguese. Like yeah, they, there's a thousand names. And so then like he had three kids, and then like there was just a knock on the door one day, and it was like the immigration office. And they were like, <laughs> "You gotta go," and they deported him back to Portugal. <laughs> gone. So then he came back like the full legal method of like Ellis Island and all that stuff and they were like, what's your name? And he said, my name's Don Ferrer Rebello. Came back and then had three more kids with a different last name. Same mom same and dad. Same lady. Same mom and dad, yeah. <laughs> so now the name is split, but it's the same exact family. Makes no sense. That's crazy. Just happened. Straight up just happened. And then my father... Wouldn't he have made Did it... my father ever tell you the story about the time the FBI came to his house? Nah. That was an interesting one. My uncle, he shall not be named. <laughs> he, uh, he, he wasn't a, he wasn't a, I don't know if he was a mobster, but he definitely was connected in some way. He knew where Jimmy Hoffa was buried. He knew everything, right? We, what? Yeah, he, he knew. Did you find out before he left? No. This planet. He's gone. Damn it. He's gone. He got shot a couple times. He got shot in the eye. Someone put a gun to his head and, like, the trigger was pulled but it misfired. Like, the guy's been through That's a lucky. lot of shit. But one day, my father, he's think he said he was, like, six years old. There was, like, a knock on the door. He went to the door and he opened the door. It was the FBI. They were looking <laughs> for guns. They searched the house, I think, with, even without a warrant. They just walked into the house and were searching for any guns and stuff like that. And... I remember my dad told me one time, like, because he owned a, um, he 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 became a barber, right when the hippies Your started. Dad? No, 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 my uncle. <laughs> right when everyone became a hippie, and he had the the store right next to a high school, but then no one got their hair cut anymore. They were growing it out, yeah. So like, he kind of was in this bad situation where he didn't really get <laughs> hair. Like, he finally landed, and he like, mistimed the market. He mistimed it pretty bad. And uh, I remember one time, like, um, the mob would use the store for. For storage. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time they came in. He said, well, this is what he told me one time when he told me that um, my dad, again, was like nine years old, maybe, you know, young kid. The, the, these guys came in with like 25 or 30 leather jackets and like hung them up on the on the coat racks. And my uncle told my father, listen, if any cops come, those are yours. <laughs> Nine-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> Any cops come, those are all yours. <laughs> Don't tell them how you got them, but they They're belong yours. to you. <laughs> a lot of funny stories. A lot of funny stories. I remember I heard a story about my great-grandfather, who was um, on Staten Island. Uh, I forgot his uh, it was Samuel Dix, I think his name was. And he was uh, an Irishman from Newfoundland. Okay, the, the Canadians. Yeah, the guy was like five feet tall. Okay, <laughs> He's a, little a typical Seamus looking. Yeah, guy. little dude. And I remember my uncle, my great uncle Vince, told me he had just gotten a Ford, like one of those nineteen fifties Fords. This is back in the day, and like it's a V eight engine, right? You know, and stuff like that. And I remember he had told me that um, he woke up one morning and the car was wrecked, right in the driveway. <laughs> And, like, he was like, what the hell happened to my car? And my great-grandfather was like, that thing, that thing is a very good car. Very powerful. <laughs> Did Grandpa borrow it? <laughs> he got drunk, right? His feet didn't even hit the pedals, right? And he went down Manor Road and hit every single car on Manor Road on the way back to his home, right by the armory. That's where they lived. Jesus And Christ. he hit every single car. And he said, my, my great-uncle Vincent told me that, like, no matter what vehicle that man was in, he would go as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> like, that was his goal. So to it's hear this, to, just to go as fast as possible. And this guy fucking destroyed all of these cars. My grandma used to do that when she, oh, was, yeah? when she would learn how to drive. Oh, she would just go off? She didn't learn how to drive until she was, like, 40. That happened to my grandmother. She never actually learned and, how to drive. Actually, she and she, never in this driveway, right? My my grandfather finally was going to teach my grandmother how to drive, right? She gets in the car and then she's in her forties, I think, forties or late forties. And he's like, "All right, now press your foot on the brake." And she goes, "There's a brake." <laughs> he goes, "Get out of the car. <laughs> You're done." She never stepped. She never no, got on the car. My aunt took her to teach her how to drive, and apparently, she was just driving and she was sideswiped. 
every oh. single car. Oh. And my aunt's like, you going to move? She's like, uh-uh. <laughs> Didn't you move? <laughs> you gonna, this isn't how this works. There's no awareness there. It's great. My poor grandma. Yeah. She, Is she, she's still kicking, right? Oh, she's going to be alive forever. She's Norwegian. Cold blood. Cold blooded. I live forever. Her. How old is she right now? Eighty four, yeah, I think. Live forever. No, like her, her, her. All her sisters are like nineties, and they're still kicking. Yeah, her mother lived a fucking forever. <laughs> she might still be alive for all. I know. She's <laughs> harvesting souls right yeah. now somewhere. But the men of her family do not live long at all. Well, you, what? The life they died. From them. Her grand, her father was like a Norwegian sailor. Oh, oh, he's dead. Yeah, he died pretty, pretty young. That's a hard life. And he uh, he got a, he he got out in California and somehow ended up in New York. Yeah, that's in like eighteen ninety or something. I don't know. People find their way somehow. Find their way. I kind of miss that. Like we don't. All oh, those old stories. No, not the old stories, but like the the, the, the age of discovery. Yeah, where, like, everything's there, there was now. like there was, the world was to be had yeah. back then, and like everything's established. Yeah, everything's just known. You know, there's now. no, there's no like, ooh, let's go. Like, I heard there's some stuff going on in California. You know, <laughs> like, like, I heard that if we go to the Himalayas, yeah, there's nothing the going fountain on. Fountain of youth is there. Everything's like, yeah, you know, I might move out to Oregon. Ah, the job market sucks. Don't go there. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no. Yeah, but I want to go out. There's no west. mystery. No, everything's known. That's why I think we always no adventure. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's something like that. But that's funny. Actually, the way you bring that up is pretty funny because I was talking to my great-uncle. That he's a family historian, my great-uncle Vince. You I met him, him, I think. You, I think you did meet him. And um, we were just um, at a repass uh, for, for his sister who passed away and um, my great-uncle Jane. So we were – my great-aunt Jane. So we were sitting and we were talking and I said – I don't know what I was talking about, but I brought up uh, Kennedy being killed, right? Yeah. And he said that when he found out – Kennedy was killed. He didn't know who Kennedy was. And I said, what? what? How did he not know? He was in the Navy at that point for, I think, four years. How do you not know who not, Kennedy Not four is? years. Not four years. Hold on. He was in the Navy prior to the election, okay, in India. He was in India. Oh, so news wasn't coming to, the, no, through to him pretty no, much? No news. Ah. No American news. This is, this is the interesting thing about it. He was isolated from anything American, okay? He was in huh. India... For for a number of years, so when Kennedy was killed, yeah, I met this guy when he came I back. To he the, told me I that. think when he said when he came back to the states, and they were saying Kennedy was killed. He goes, "Who's Kennedy? Who, what Who's is this guy? What is a Kennedy?" And they, he said back then there were like these um, modern day museums everywhere, right? That would play like newsreels. They would have like things. You know, this was uh, you know uh, Lyndon B. Johnson's uh, pipe somewhere. Like <laughs> they, they would be all over. There were more things that you would go to back then to, like, see different stuff. And that's where he got caught up on, like, the last, the last, he missed the last four years of anything. Four years of history. I think when he, I think he was, like, turning 18 when he entered the Navy, right? And he couldn't vote yet. Voting wasn't, Hmm. you had to be 21, I think, then. Hmm. So he didn't, he wasn't able to vote yet. He was in the Navy. He got back, I think, when he was 21, 22 years old. And he was in India and Pakistan and like Asia the whole time. So he's got nothing. So he had he no he had no idea of anything. <laughs> now just imagine living in an age where if you you're don't know just, who the president is, you don't even know who the fucking president <laughs> of the United States is because you're just isolated. You can't have that now. No, unless you just completely tune out. But you might hear it from somebody. But. Can you imagine? There's that? no way you wouldn't. Can you imagine being being that isolated that you have no Four idea? Four years of not knowing what's going on? No. But yeah, of course he knew what was going on there. And like I remember he was talking about how like his heart and soul is like Indian cuisine. Like he fell in love with it and he was there. He said that. I remember. Yeah. It's just that, that's the I mean, Pakistani stuff. Yeah. He's always looking for like a good like Indian place. I'm not big on Indian food. I don't mind. It's it's I, thought, okay. I thought it would be a lot worse. It's not bad. It's just weird spices. Not even hot. Just unusual spices. I love the flavors, though. Very floral. There's some, like, sweet floral flavors that are oh, interesting. Really? It, mess- I... it messes with me. Oh, you get all weirded? I don't like it. I just don't like it. I, I do. I only had it, like, once, and I enjoyed it. Really? Like, yeah. But I gotta go to the bathroom. And we'll take an actual bathroom break. Yeah.
Oh, and we're back from the bathroom break. Uh, before we start the rest of the show, just want to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank our new provider. Oh yeah, for providing us wonderful analytics, so we actually know who's listening. We know there are people listening. We know you're there, and we know you're not emailing us, and we want to know why. Yeah, can you just email us? Tell us you're listening, please. We know you are. We know where you are. And we want to know what you We're going to just start calling out your names. Yeah. We've got a whole list. So send us an email. We don't have a list. Of There's no names. list. Uh, send us an email, though, at um, threebeersin at gmail.com. We want to read your questions or read Give us something stuff to talk to about. Maybe even come on the show. You could come on the show. There's really no criteria. You could easily get on the show. You just got to be been, drinking a beer. Um, yeah. So go on Twitter at threebeersin. Check out Facebook. You just Google Three Bears In. Go to the website, threebearsin.com. Yep. All the contact information is there. You're more than welcome to contact us. Yep. Uh, thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. What else we got? Oh, I love everybody. I got no emails. Except uh, yeah. To read, at least. I mean. No, no. We don't have anything. Yet. Actually, you know what? No. Tommy Donegan sent us something, I think, on the Twitter. This guy, uh, Buddy Joe Roscoe. You ever heard of this guy? No, who's that? Or Buddy, Buddy Bo, Buddy, Buddy something Roscoe. He fucking, the guy has, it's an unbelievable thing. He's got like maybe 500 views per video on YouTube. Like he's a nobody. But he does some some serious stuff. Like he takes a gallon milk jug, right? Okay. You know, like the classic handlebar gallon. He cuts it in half, right? And he opens up six bottles of beer. And he puts the milk half milk jug on it on the top of the the bottles and he tips it over and drinks all six beers oh my god and and like through the milk jug he just chugs it and he does it for america i want him on the show why cuz he does it for america <laughs> no not why do you want him on the show but why did he I just want him on the he sh- just puts it on video yeah guy just drinks hard i respect him i feel like we could get shoe nice if we could get that guy if we can like, get shoe nice on here We've made it. You know that guy like ruined his life? Well, he fell off a roof. No, I think his problem was he would drink a gallon of a handle of fucking fireball every video. No, he's not dead. Not yet, but his wife left him and shit. She was I, I she think was he done just with had him. Problems. Yeah, his problem was chugging a a handle of fireball. But I think if you knew going in, if your husband's name is AKA the human garbage disposal, <laughs> he would eat like. Glue and glass and he shit. Ate, he ate, like, uh, tampons once. He eats baby powder, ball mat, anything. Anything. He ate deodorant was, like, nothing to him. Like, a guy could eat anything. I think he ate tar. Ugh. He'll eat anything. Who marries But what's man? what's interesting is that he is extremely serious about feeding homeless people. He will he will take whatever money food? he has and give them actual food. Oh. Yeah. Could I have... Is there a beer left? There's one more. Let me have it. <sighs> Truly, the final beer of the show. Truly, oh, remember that? Remember that? That was an old segment. We should bring that back. The final beer of the show? Yeah. Well, it's because Eric's not here to poo-poo on us drinking. He, he doesn't drink. He's kind of like a... He just doesn't like drinking, I don't think. Mm. No, no, he's just... He's he's responsible because he can't stay over like you do. Because we don't, we don't do drinking and driving on the show. Um, so, within... I think before... I think I want to do before the 4th of July. Yeah. I want you to be waterboarded. You want to pepper in the water? I'll, yeah. I will get waterboarded. Yeah, we got to We have we to set a criteria for that, though. Like, what do you mean? Like, at what point? Like, am I? Are you going to give me a secret and I have to hold it without yeah. telling Tommy or something? Or well, whomever well, does the waterboarding. Whomever does the water. Whichever detective shall, does he the who waterboarding. Should not be named. I didn't give a last name. It doesn't matter. There'd be no names if there's waterboarding involved. I do want to wear a, a baklava. <laughs> balaclava. Balaclava. I know I said baklava. Not <laughs> That's a good decision. But uh, I want to wear one of those. I want to... Um, decla- How do I win? I want to declare something before I do. How do you win? Yeah. Um, oh, man. I don't know. By keeping the secret. For for how long? For how many... I mean, Like, you're going to waterboard me for three hours? And <laughs> we, get to, we get to waterboard you... And then peel your fingernails off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's look up, like, some of the torture techniques that have been used. No, no, no. Last... I didn't agree to be completely tortured. I agreed to be waterboard, and that's it. You want to start off with the Chinese, like, drop water test? I could easily do that. We'll, we'll be here for hours. No. We could start early. We did a 13-hour stream. 
Dude, that was rough. Yeah, and I was, was drunk the whole time. That's true. All right, okay. No, how about this? We'll do... We'll set a number of water boards. I have a feeling you're going to be out the first one. You know, that's what's so hard to believe because you watch the videos and everyone who's tried it... They're out. They're instant. It's like one second. Like, I quit. You're like, no. I, I want to see, like... I'm just curious. How is the sensation that, that crazy? I don't understand how... That it's you, instant. You are, you are told you will not die if you do it. Yeah, and you still believe it. I don't know. I think I could make... Three splashes? I think Three I, separate I could boardings? make 45 seconds of waterboarding. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to say that now. There's no way. I think I could. All right, how are we going to do the waterboard table? Uh, we got to somehow prop me up and angle me down. What about like a chair? No. No, it's got to be like a some kind of plank situation. We could do this table, but no, there's a lot of stuff to move. What about that right there? I was looking at that. We could maybe angle that up and I lay on top of it. We're going to water... We'll do it right in here. I'm kind of long, though. That's the problem. We're going to waterboard you. We're going to waterboard you. Figure out a way, but... If I make make 45 seconds, I win. 45 seconds of water being poured on? Just in total of water. I have to look up how to waterboard. You got to research it, yeah. I got to look that up. Well, you put a towel on the face. Yeah, and then you dump water in. And then you pour water on the face. But not a lot. No, just like splashes. Yeah. But you also... The key point, apparently, is... The legs have to be angled higher than the head. So you have to be angled head down. We're going to do that. You will be waterboarding. I, I, I'll do it. I want you but to you got to stop. You know, you can't. Can we tie you up? No, well. We have to. I've watched videos, and they do tie people up, but you got to stop when. We'll stop when you. They usually the... give people shit to hold. Okay. And when you throw it down. Okay. All right, you so we'll stop. do that. We'll, we'll think of a safety situation. Don't actually torture me, please. <laughs> like, no, you'll be with at least two people that know CPR, so you'll be okay. You're not going to actually die. All right, so um, to wrap up the show, I'm going to put this music on. Yeah, music? Yeah. Okay. Are we going to bang right now? Yeah. I don't like that music, especially for what we're doing. Here we go. Bring it down a little bit, because I can't, don't want to be too, too loud. So we're going to do a little bit of some Would You Rathers, which oh, I think I are know. interesting. Would You Rathers are a fun situation. I have 100% battery. Oh, no, that's... Uh, would You Rathers are a fun way of giving someone that is in the room with you... It's a social experiment. A little bit of a social experiment. You give them two situations that are either extremely bad or one's, like, extremely good, and they have to pick one. You know, they have to pick one of the two... Would You Rather. Would You Rather do this or do that? And you have to pick one. Or else. Or else you will die. So the first one I have here, it's a little bit its a little bit interesting, because we just talked about your grandmother. Would you rather accidentally punch your grandmother in the face? Oh, my God. Or accidentally punch a police officer in the face? Police Ooh. officer. Ooh. You're going to get roughed up. I don't want to hit my grandma, though. You're going to have a rough ride, if you know what I mean. Nah. And you're going to get tased. You, if you hit a cop, you're you're in trouble. But like, is it like an accident? How what what? How does the accident work? Is it like, like a spastic accident? No, I think it... it's a full on punch to the face. Uh, I mean, think of the consequences here. There's gonna be some legal trouble. There's gonna be you're gonna go to jail, assaulting an officer, resisting arrest, and he had a little cocaine on him. I do carry cocaine. Yeah, well they'll sprinkle it on just Damn to it. fuck with just you. extra cocaine. Little extra cocaine. It's not like where I brought my cocaine. So you wouldn't punch grandma? Nah. I I couldn't. No, right in the fucking face. She's very frail. I don't want to. She's lived her life. Let her go. No. But then you go to jail for murder. Because you'll kill her. I don't want to punch her to death. One punch to your grandma's fucking face. My lawyer would get me off. I would get probation. How do you. You have that kind of a lawyer? No, but I I never. I've never had to deal with cops. They're not going to put me in jail for the first offense. You punched a cop on accident. They don't know that. They do. How do they know? Sorry, officer. And they beat me. It was down. either and then you or wa- my grandma. Then they waterboard <laughs> you. Then I get waterboarded. All right, here's another one. Would you rather get five hundred thousand dollars right now, or a sixty-two percent chance of getting fifty million dollars ten years from now? That. You think you got a good answer? What about fifty percent chance? Yep. Or you're just gonna take. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Would you rather have five hundred thousand dollars in your bank account right now? Okay. Or a bank account 
with $100 always in it. Say that again. I'm sorry. I, I didn't okay. hear the first part. Would you rather have 500 grand in your bank right now? That one. Or a bank account with $100 always in it? So, if there's always $100 in the account. Yeah. If I withdraw 50 bucks yeah. all day long. Yep. I'll just have infinite money? Yeah. So I'll take that. I'll just keep doing that. Yeah, duh. Well, but you automatically said you wanted the 500 grand. Well, I didn't think about that. I the, think I could definitely, like... Get more like, money than mathematically. You just you could do that. Like it would work. Like how many? How long would it take me to get to? Say it takes a minute to withdraw fifty bucks. Okay, yeah. Fifty times sixty. That's three thousand dollars an hour. An hour. So how many times twenty-four times three sixty-five? That's twenty-six million dollars a year. Yeah, I would take that. I would definitely. And even if you work eight hours a week, still, it's like oh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna make so much money. <laughs> it's fine. Here's an interesting one. Would you rather have to say the word delicious after every bite of a meal <laughs> or burp extremely loud after every bite of a oh, meal? Oh, God, that's a tough one. Yeah. Now, let me hear your delicious. It has to be very Delicious! Elastic. Yes, every bite. Or just... Just... <laughs> like, I mean, like, gut-wrenching loud None burp. of those are good. You have to pick one. But you know what? You, that That's, a, that's an, a situation of you have to decide whether you want to be a slob yeah. or you want to be a weirdo. And you like the weirdos in your family. Right? Yeah, I don't want to be the weirdo. I like I like the weird. You like hearing about Pitch Hearing Rob about them. Or Delicious Rob over here. Delicious. I'll take the burp because I think people could deal with that over the weirdness of... Oh, yeah? <laughs> I think I would do the delicious. Now, I'm, you could control. I, I, I mean, you know, you could always control the delicious. No, you can't. I mean, you could, you could always control. Well, maybe not. Like, you have to. I mean, every bite is either an extremely loud, gut-wrenching burp. I'll take the burp. You're going to take the burp. Every bite. Meaning, if you have, like, a Cheeto. <laughs> You're going to be like. Oh, oh, wait, no. Every bite of food? Every bite is either you scream delicious or you, you just have to change your dieting habits and eat alone. <laughs> like, what if you go out to eat with your friends? You'd be like, I'm not hungry. I'll, I'll just go to a really loud place. I'll have, water. I'll have water. You guys want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? That's my kind of place. <laughs> the Pacquiao fight's on. Right now. All right, so this is the last one. This is this is a long one, so it's going to be a little hard to, for you to keep up. Would you rather have a ring that instantly absorbs the knowledge of any book you touch? Oh. Or a van? That requires no fuel, uh, no fuel, cannot be stolen, and can teleport around the world anywhere. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. I think I want the ring. Yeah, I think I would want the ring, too. I mean, even though you have a van. If I can absorb the knowledge, though, I could probably buy a van and a plane you ticket do, to you, anywhere. I don't think you need a book. Buy a van. <laughs> you can buy a van right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you can buy a van right now. A van that does what it says it's going to do. Not a magic van. But what I would do is I would I would get that ring. Yeah. And I would get all the learn how to fly. Just books. go to Barnes and Noble and just touch every yeah, book like, on the way. <laughs> I know everything. I know everything. Did you ever read Angela's Ashes? Because I did. No, I know what happened there. <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad that book. But that's what I would do. You know what this reminds me? Of? Remember that time we did the, uh, the the magic powers button? Yes. I think I want to do that with any guest that comes on. The, my problem Just with that to assign is them the, the magic powers. powers that they give you are horrible. Some of them are really good. I Some got are a good terrible. One. I got a good one. I think I was able to become a gun or something. But there's dumb ones. It's like super left thumb. Like I mean, like it, your left thumb runs so much faster. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's dumb. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to have. Crazy left thumb, but you know what? I think we had a pretty good show. I think it was a pretty mellow show. Being that, but it's laid back. I'm a little tired, you know. Uh, yeah, it's been a, you're trying to adjust this week's been tough, but uh, and, and it's just not the same without Eric. And we kind of planned on having a guest, but he bailed. And last also, second. Dom is off right now, but he didn't show up anyway. So wow, he doesn't listen to the show, so it doesn't make a difference. Why is he still around? We wrote him into the contract. Can we get him out? 
We can talk about that off the, off the air if you want. I'm really upset if he's... Oh, boy. Thanks for listening, everybody. We know you listen. Email us. Talk to us. Now. <laughs>